and welcome to the Mama Knows Beauty Business Podcast. I'm your host, Dina Yusin. Let's talk raising babies and a beauty business. This is a show where we can learn and grow together. You and I know it takes a village to raise a baby and often a tribe to raise a business. Do you find yourself wondering how does she do it? Toddlers to teens, taxes to taglines. Well, you're about to find out. Let's learn how she makes her life and business glow and grow mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. From brows, babies, and bronzing, or lashes, long nights, and lovely skin. We discuss it all. Raising babies and a beauty business. What it takes to succeed. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here today. My guest is known as the Mermaid at Sea. Heather Alton, licensed esthetician, busy mom, and multi-business owner, is coming to us today to share her story of growing her two businesses and one predominantly during this pandemic. We're going to talk about how working hard and being very creative can help you get through anything. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the show, Heather. I'm glad to have you here today. Um, if you would just take a second and tell us a little bit about what you do. I know you have a few different things, but if you'll share in your own words a little bit about your business, businesses, I should say. Yeah, so uh, my name is Heather, aka the Mermaid SD, so that's my persona for everything. <laughs> um, I have a mermaid theme spa in SoCal, California. And then I just launched a few months ago the Glitter Wax Creations, which is the first glitter for wax brand. So it's all specialty glitter blends that are safe to add to any wax type or brand, as well as using for nail art. So it has lots of fun, different kind of things to it, but it's all kind of the sparkly, fun, bright colored kind of theme of my uh, businesses. <laughs> Great. I, I can't wait to try it. Um, and you're also a mama to a little boy. Is that right? Yes, he's four. He's four. So something I don't know about you and I would love to learn. Did you start your business before, during, or after having your little guy? So my business, I started after having him, but I did go to beauty school. I've been licensed for almost 11 years. So I have been in the industry before him, but I was kind of wanting to work for someone else. And I did that throughout my pregnancy and maternity leave. And then um, about two years ago is when I started my business. Wow. Well, so on that note, what would you say is the difference between being the mom who worked for someone else while pregnant and your little guy versus the mom now running her own beauty business? It's really different. <laughs> so it's really the difference between like, if you want to work for someone else and just go home at the end of the day with not much else to do and focus on, you know, family or whatever else your needs are versus, you know, having to do everything yourself and run your own business. No one else is doing it for you. So it gets a lot more complicated, but it is ultimately what I want. And now I have a lot more of a, you know, flexible kind of schedule to be able to work around my family life. So I'm definitely very happy with where I am now and 
kind of wish I did it sooner, but I just wasn't ready at that point. Right, right. I hear that often. Um, it also depends on who you work for and where you work at, because obviously Absolutely. there probably are some amazing bosses. I hope I'm one. Anyhow. Yeah, and I was working for European Wax Center at the, at the time. I was working for them for seven years. Oh, wow. So I, yeah, it was it was a really good place to work for me. I know not everyone has different experiences, you know, with different owners and management can really make a chain very different for everyone. But being able to do that and actually having the maternity leave, you know, and the paid kind of time really made a huge difference with that. Because now it's like, I need to, I feel I need to wait another couple of years before I have a kid because another one, because it's so difficult right now. You know, I feel like I need to have like renters and so much money saved up to even have my business survive those few months to have a kid. So it's, it's very different. <laughs> and yeah. I'm very oh. glad that I did the first round that way. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Cause you learned and you got to learn what you love, what you didn't like or how to, you know, grow change or what have you. Well, that's yeah. great. That's great. So what is one piece of advice you would give somebody or let me change that if you'd like, what is one piece of advice you wish someone would have told you prior to being this mama opening her own beauty business? Well, I mean, I kind of knew more of what I was getting into because I started my business. Um, I was working at the wax center and I was using a room at my parents' house to kind of start my business for like the first seven months or so of my business. So I was working like six days a week, working before and after the shift. So that really kind of got it in there and was motivating me to like, okay, if I go full time, then it'll be, you know, not as much work or a little more flexible schedule or whatever. But it's, you know, it does take a lot of work. So you need to know that you're getting into a lot of work for yourself, but it can pay off, but it might take time. Everyone's different with their journey and how it goes, you know, but it's, I think it's worth to try if you want to do it. But I also think it's important to have, you know, the experience and everything in the beauty industry before you go off and start your own business as well, because that would help tremendously. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You learn, you can grow from what you've learned. So do yeah. you do all waxing? Is that what your business is? All I do full body waxing. I'm a hard wax expert and I do lash extensions and all kinds of skincare. So I just recently, because of being shut down, I'm in California, so it's been really hard for the California beauty industry lately. Um, I've actually started doing like professional Zoom trainings. So I've uh, kind of morphed my business a little bit to kind of have any kind of income. You know, I have to get creative. But I've been doing um, vajayshal training. So vajayshals have been very popular in the industry recently. And I kind of created my own protocol to that. So I've been working with a couple different brands to kind of help with that and get the word out and help with products and everything. Um, so vajayshal trainings I've been doing and um, I'm, people have been requesting to do fanny facial trainings. So that's my next one. Actually, after this podcast, I'm filming a video for the fanny facial training. <laughs> Very good. Well, you go. That is amazing. See, I love that. That's why I do this podcast so I can showcase mamas just like you took this pandemic, which allowed a lot of us to grow or look within or spawn get new creative. ways to make it. Yeah. Get creative, spawn new ways to make 
income. And I love that you took the little pivot, we'll call it, and you made it positive. And so I applaud you for that. I do applaud yeah. you for that. That is amazing. I have seen that. So for all my listeners, we're going to tag all of this stuff in the show notes. So if you're interested <laughs> in these little tidbits, you can follow up. <laughs> so you are a busy woman these days with your trainings for your pivot, your glitter wax brand that you've now created the waxing glitter for wax and your salon. So yeah. how do you manage we, and a little boy, let's not forget that. How and do a you, husband. Well, and a, right. And gosh, no, the child. Child. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. That's another podcast. Um, right. um, how do you create work-life balance? I think it's constantly a struggle. You know, it's, I've, I've had my business for two years now, but I, you know, went out and did my first commercial space. And then just in December got my new commercial space with four rooms and trying to find renters. So it's, it's been a lot more demanding this past, you know, six months or a year. And this has been a very interesting <laughs> year. Um, and I, during the time that I am shut down in California right now, like I was just trying to spend as much time with my son as I can, trying to get more outside and kind of do things that we can. But it's, it's kind of a struggle for me, honestly, going forward now because he's in preschool and we're not sure if we're comfortable with sending him back to preschool right now. But what else would I do for childcare? I have my parents, but it's, so it's this constant struggle between making sure I have childcare and looking out for him and then spending time with him and managing my business and doing all the different ones. So it's, it's definitely constantly a struggle, but I am thankful for the support from my family that I have. You know, it'd be a lot harder if I didn't have my parents. They actually live right across the street from us. So my wow. mom is basically like a business manager for me. She helps me with all the glitter brand and anything at the salon. So it's, I have a lot of help with that, but it's yet still a big struggle to deal with, you know, childcare and managing what I need to do. <laughs> right, right. And spend time. So um, we'll talk on something else. How do you fit in time for yourself as a mama? This is what does so that important. Mean? Yeah. Okay. Yes. And I love that you're honest. I love that you're honest because that is the truth. That is. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's hard. So, I mean, for me, even doing my own like facials or waxing myself or whatever, it's like, it's always last, you know, and I feel like that's a very common theme with moms in general and maybe with businesses too, but I do feel it is very different for someone who has their own business and doesn't have kids, you know, they can prioritize themselves more and do their own things, but as moms, it's, it's tough, you know, like at the end of the night when I would be waxing my face or doing that kind of thing, it's like, I just want to go home instead. Like I'll just choose to have a little more hair on my face for a little longer because I'd rather just go home and relax, you know? Yeah. So yes. it's hard during the, the first shutdown for us, I was coming in like once a week into the spa with my husband actually. And we were both doing like facials like once a week and it was fantastic. But when you get back to reality, you do not have the time for that constantly. You know, it's, I wish I had the time to give myself microdermabrasion and facials and all this stuff regularly, but it's, it's not realistic in normal kind of times. <laughs> right, right. So that could be a goal for yourself. Once you maybe get a renter, you can block out time for yourself and include yeah. that because as a mama myself, I will tell you it's extremely hard. I'm very guilty of doing the same thing you've done, but now as 
I will tell you, you will love it. You, you just carve that time. Just like you love this little bit of downtime. Take the time. And honestly, before this whole pandemic happened, you know, I would be able to go get my nails done. I would go, you know, go out with a friend or do little things like that. Even though that is still hard to find that time as a mom, I would prioritize certain things of getting my nails done or hair or different things like that. But I feel this 2020 is a very, very different year than other times. So it's a little harder to say that now than, you know, last year, you know, it's, so it's constantly changing with that. But I was trying to do it a little bit more often as as a mom. I know that's always a struggle and I wasn't doing it as much as I would like or should, (laughs) but was doing my best. And then now during 2020, it's just a completely unrealistic kind of thing. (laughs) Right, right. For sure. And, and, you know, it's the little things that matter. It's the little things that matter the most to us as moms. So just starting little, just the, like you said, something is better than nothing. So with um, your business, do you have, and as a mama, do you have any non-negotiables? I mean, it's, it's kind of, it, I'm more just kind of going with the flow with things. So I just have to figure it out. I mean, I'm, I'm not willing to work both days of the weekends. You know, I want the time with my family. I usually work Saturdays and have Sunday, Monday off. So Sundays are family day. You know, we usually do something or go together, but that's really the only thing, you know, (laughs) I really just in, in building my business, I have to do what I have to do. And I'm also limited versus, you know, childcare and the abilities that I have. So tell me a little bit about your glitter wax creation brand that you spawned. Um, what brought that on? What made you create that? Tell me a little bit more. So, um, after I left the wax center, I was, um, kind of exploring different waxes and stuff because the wax center is exclusively to them. So if you've been working there for a long time, you're used to that and you've no idea what to do once you leave. So I was experimenting with that and I eventually found star pill. I love star pill wax. I am an ambassador for them now, but, um, they have like a clear wax and I was, I love that wax. It's called star soft but it's so like boring, you know, it's clear. It's like, it's not fun. You know, I like pretty things. I love sparkle and shimmer and everything. So, um, I started coming up with the idea. I actually got inspired by going in like Ulta and saw that like glam glow mass and that will have like the glitter sparkly mass, but they're not professional. So I was like, Oh, that's stupid. You know, (laughs) But I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like, what about that idea? What can I do? Can I add glitter to things? <laughs> so I started experimenting with that and started um, adding, doing research and adding glitter to waxes. I had a few mishaps with uh, the specific glitters because I came to find out that not all glitter is equal when it comes to being you know, solvent and being in things and not melting or bleeding the color. So I actually ruined a little bit of wax trying to figure that out. But now I decided to create these different glitter blends. And I have four different glitter blends that are all different kind of colors. And they are safe to add to any wax type or brand. So it can be in hard wax, soft wax, sugaring paste, anything. So it just inspired me to just make things like pretty and have it be a lot more fun. And it's kind of enhancing the waxing experience for not just the waxer, but also the clients. Cause when I was doing it before I created the brand, my clients loved it. Like I literally had new clients come to me on Instagram just because they're like, I saw the glitter wax and I had to try it. It was so cool. And it kind of just spurred on from there 
and um kind of just made the decision I was like well I could actually make something of this you know and kind of just kept rolling the ball and it got really fun and created a whole brand out of it and I decided to kind of have it be its own brand and not just something that I kind of sell um but it's been really fun. We launched in March, uh, a week into our quarantine, which was not planned. But no. after talking with a bunch of different industry professionals that I, you know, trust and admire, it just everyone said, just do it, just launch. You know, like there, there's nothing you can lose. Why would you wait? You know, and I'm glad because this has been for most of a year now. So it's like I wouldn't have wanted to delay it by that much, and it's doing great. You had the downtime. You could actually focus on this a little more. Gosh forbid you were slammed with clients working your six days a week or five days a week. Where would you fit in this? So, you know, we'll look at it like yeah, that. Yeah, and it was developing it for a while and then that planned. But being able to do this and grow it and do everything during this downtime has definitely been really good. And it kind of gave me the time for some new opportunities. And we actually just got a second distributor for the Glitter Wax. So... Yeah, you can find it through uh, California Skincare Supply and Spa Order. So it's very exciting. Very good. Very good. That is exciting. That is exciting. Moving mountains. That's what you're doing, this mama in the beauty business. So um, how do you stay grounded or how do you protect your energy while you're doing all these things? Because now, again, we're in the pandemic. Your business, your salon is closed, but you have the Glitter Wax brand that you are working very hard on. How do you stay grounded? I try to find some time to myself. My parents have a hammock in their backyard. So I went out there for like an hour the other day, just like lounging. I'm like, yeah, this is nice. <laughs> right, right. And so that's just you- trying to find moments like that. <laughs> that's important. That's important. Walk me through what your morning looks like. Do you have a morning routine with your little guy or for yourself? Well, I mean, it just depends on if I'm going to work or if I'm home. And I've been home a lot more recently <laughs> But it really, I like to sleep in. (laughs) I'm very thankful that I have a kid that will actually sleep in to like 7.30 or 8 or that so I don't have to get up too early. And I kind of like having a lounging morning. I like to just, you know, put on the TV, on my phone, hang out, eat, and then kind of get dressed and get going on my day. I'm not, I'm honestly not really a morning person. (laughs) So I like to ease into my day. (laughs) Understandably so. Yeah, so it could be different. Do you work late? Are your hours late working? Before I shut down, I was having one early day a week and then one late day a week, and then the rest were kind of the average work days. So I would have, like, work until 8 p.m. on Thursdays. Tuesdays, I'd work from, like, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., So and then Saturdays and the other days as well. So it, it depends, but I think it is important to give variety, especially to clients, you know? Some people can only come after work or weekends. So that's why I was doing that. Um, but it can also, you know, help with childcare to where you don't need them for as many hours. So that can be helpful as well. Cause my husband is with him on the weekends and, you know, in the evenings after he gets home from work. So it's for multiple different reasons that I do those kind of different ones. Absolutely. I hear about that a lot. I think a lot of beauty professionals or mamas in the beauty business do the same thing. I, I find that Monday is a day off for a lot of us and then, you know, making flexible hours that fit our schedule based on, again, childcare and what you have to do. Um, What is one thing you have learned that has helped you grow or change 
either business because now you have two. So is there any one thing that you could say? I think it's just constant motivation. Like I'm, I'm like hungry, you know, it's, I'm hungry for more and to succeed and to, you know, create more and to do more and everything. So it's, it can be hard to find that motivation. You know, it's everyone's different over time, but especially as a mom, it can be, you know, you constantly feel like you're not doing enough and you're not being good enough, you know? So it's, Mm -hmm. it's that constant, you, it can be in waves, you know, it's some days or weeks. I'm like feeling like I'm not doing enough or that I'm failing at something and other days I'm like killing it, you know? So it's, (laughs) it's a constant roller coaster, I think with motherhood, but especially as a business owner. So it's very crazy roller coaster when they intertwine. <laughs> I love that. I love that analogy. A hundred percent. Life is a roller coaster, but adding, like you just said, being a mom, got your kids on the ride and you're a business owner. You got your business on the ride. That is great. So talking about that, trying to stay motivated, who inspires you? Or is there any, like, is there a person or since we're talking about podcasts or books or is there anything? or anyone who inspires you? I think it's like, in general, the esthetician community online is incredible. And I've always kind of advocated for that, you know, especially on Instagram and Facebook, you know, there's professional groups and everything, but being able to follow each other and support each other and encourage you get ideas from each other, motivation, kind of inspiration, everything. So I think in general, the whole esthetician community online has been the most inspiration and motivation for me because you see other people and you're like, oh my God, that's awesome that they're doing that. Like, okay, what can I do? Or, oh, that's a cool idea. What if I did that? You know, so it's, it's very, it's very interesting with that. Um, but I mean, it's for myself too. Like I feel the motivation and inspiration from myself that it's, you kind of have to take a step back for, you know, sometimes and be like, wow, look, look at what everything that I've done and how far I've come. Like, but I want more, what can I do? You know, so it's constantly kind of pushing yourself to evaluate what you want and your goals and changing and um, kind of pushing to do what you ultimately, where you want to be. You know, your career is always going to change. Your business is going to change. You you know, weird stuff that's been happening recently with 2020. You have to right, right, yeah. And I feel so bad for all these estheticians and people who are having to close their salons and spas or, you know, reevaluate and maybe go work for someone else again. But I'm like, no, that is not happening for me. No way am I going to let that happen. I just got into this new place. I'm still trying to find renters. So I'm having to cover the full space rent on my own with making hardly any income. So it pretty much quadrupled the rent that I had from my other space. And then this happened like six weeks later. So it was a hard time, but I am not going to let this bring me down. I have done everything possible and I have hustled hard this year to keep that going, get, got very creative. So I think it's, you have to just work hard and get very creative and you can get through anything. I agree. Amen. That was good. I like that. Work hard, get creative, and you can get through anything. There's power in that pivot. And, you know, like you said, you're doing the best and you're doing great. So tell me a little more about being the woman working at the waxing center prior to opening your business and then being going through your pregnancy and having your son while working there. 
What was that like? Did you face any challenges, tribulations, or joys, I guess I should say? Yeah, absolutely. And with uh, being pregnant while working, it comes with all different other things, you know, being extra tired physically, mentally, everything. And with waxing all day, every day, as my belly got bigger and bigger, like I had to physically learn how to wax differently, you know, with standing back further so that I wouldn't get knead in the stomach or different things, you know, doing Brazilians and stuff. So I had to physically do it differently. And sometimes that would, you know, hurt your back or your feet a little bit more. And, you know, they do their best to be accommodating, but still being as far back from the front as possible in the last room, you know, walking extra being pregnant is not as nice, you know, and then not having the breaks. And then with having, you know, going on maternity leave is really nice working for someone else because you do not have to worry about that. I was able to have three months out. So that was fantastic. I don't know if California is maybe different than some other states with that as well. Um, But that worked out great. But honestly, with having my son was a a huge struggle for me because I had a very difficult and traumatic birth. So it it took a long time to recover physically, but also mentally. And so it it took a big toll on me for that. And it really, you know, it, it was a huge struggle for that. So I was dealing with that for a long time after this. And then going back at three months, you're exhausted. You know, you barely even got a like sleep schedule or anything figured out yet. And then you have to go back to work. Like it's very strange. So that was definitely a struggle and kind of strange for me to get used to that. And figuring out having to pump at work was Mm -hmm. the weirdest thing as well. (laughs) Having to get like an extra break or extend your lunch or eating while pumping with one hand (laughs) while sitting on the wax bed. Like it's very strange and a whole new world for everyone, but you just did your best and you tried to, to kind of figure it out. But everyone's different with that. You know, it's trying to figure that out. Some people who also were there and were pregnant or had their babies would sometimes have whoever was with the kid come and on their lunch, they would breastfeed instead. Or, you know, everyone's different with their arrangements. And I was thankful that I had my parents and my mother-in-law help with different things. But it was hard, you know, being able to do that for yourself. You feel like you don't matter. You're working for the baby and you're working for someone else. But what do you get out of this? You yes, know? So it's, it's definitely a struggle to be able to do that. And it can be a major adjustment. So, I mean, I just have the one son. So it's like doing this another time. It's, it's a, a hard thing to think of. And I'm trying to be as planned and prepared for that as possible because it's, I can only imagine how tough it would be in my new circumstances with being self-employed. Yes. Yeah. And the dynamics do change. The dynamics change each time you have a baby, but you grow. And now, so you have, it sounds like you did have a great employer. So like you said, that franchise of that business seemed to be pretty good to you. Um, Unfortunately, yes, going back to work is extremely hard. Our bodies are not ready. You know, I mean, like you just said, nursing a baby takes a lot out of us, let alone having to incorporate it into your schedule. So essentially you're, you're blocking time or hoping they block time, whatever it might look at. So your dynamics are going to be vastly different the second time around whenever you choose to do it. Um, yeah, that's something that we don't talk about a lot. Moms don't, I know, um, 
I think it's important. That's why we were talking about this on the podcast. Tell me though, as a mom going through this situation, working in a predominantly women driven industry. So you're waxing women for the most part, I'm guessing all day long. Did you find it helped you to relate to them better? Did you, were you open about talking about this with them or did you just find that they, it was easier for them to just talk and not discuss it? So for with clients and me at like somewhere like the wax center, I did not feel as free to discuss things as if now when I'm self-employed and having my clients are more like a friendship, you know, because I've had them for so long and they're so loyal at a wax center like that. It could be random different people. They could maybe complain that you said something a little bit inappropriate or, you know, like the people can construe something that you're saying when you're just trying to talk to them or have a conversation. So I feel it is, you know, you can be a little bit more cautious with what or how you say to clients when you're working for someone else versus for yourself. But everyone's different, you know, especially being pregnant and taking clients, like anything that someone says can kind of piss you off or you can take it the wrong way, you know, like, mm, oh my God, you're so big. I always hated that when people like, oh my God, you're so big or, oh, you look so small. And you're like, well, what, what am I supposed to look like? Like, what the hell? It always right. pissed me off or that people can think that they have the ability just to touch you in your stomach without asking permission or make comments or like, was it planned? And it's like, what the hell? (laughs) So people, I feel like in a place like that, you know, it wasn't your like loyal customers that come to you always when it's more of a self-employed situation. It, it brought up some other things and could make you feel a little uncomfortable or different kind of things. So it's interesting how the dynamic dynamics and the conversations can be a little different um, in the different kind of scenarios. Wow. That makes sense a lot. I, I honestly never really thought about it. And I'm glad I asked that because yeah, working for someone else, depending on the type of clientele. So if you're in a larger area and you have a multitude of people, you know, whether you have return clients or not at the waxing center, yeah, I could see where you weren't, you know, as comfortable discussing. They were probably really comfortable with discussing with you, obviously. <laughs> They're willing to comment on your pregnancy body and so on and so forth. But it does turn the tables when you have your own business or you work somewhere where you feel more, I don't want to say secure because that's not the proper term, but where you feel more comfortable comfortable and being yourself. Yes, yes, yes. That makes sense. So that just goes another side of being a mom, right? Because working for in the beauty industry, we're dealing with women. It's hard sometimes either you're a hundred percent comfortable with being who you are and you don't care what people think or you're, constrict or conflicted would be the word on whether you want to put your real self out there or share like you just said yeah Yeah. and working for places like that too they they train you and they push you to be like extra bubbly and happy and up and doing everything constantly and that can be extremely exhausting you know that's more of a mental exhaustion on top of your physical exhaustion so I think once you're out on your own you're comfortable and you have your your own personality and your clients, if they're coming back to you regularly, they like you more as a person as well as what you're doing for them. Mm -hmm. So you feel a little bit more comfortable to be yourself and to kind of 
you know, maybe you don't always have to be super bubbly and up. You can like actually have a conversation of like what's going on with you. And they're like, oh, I totally get it. They're supportive. They're, they're fantastic. And like I said, a lot of my clients are other moms. So there's been clients that I've had for years now that have gone through getting married and then they got pregnant and now they have their baby. Like I was with them for that whole time. And it's so cool to be able to see that and kind of like go through life with your clients and how exciting it is to have new things or be the first person that they tell you that they just got engaged or they're pregnant and they haven't even told their parents yet. You know, it's like, you know, so many things before other people do. And it's so awesome. It is. It is. It's so rewarding because you're giving to them. So that's part of, you're giving them a great service that they've come there for, but you're, um, you know, boosting them as well. I always say my clients give to me just as much as I probably give to them. You know, we learn every day or I do, I learn every day from them. Um, I want to go back on you waxing in the treatment room while pregnant. So as a waxer myself, I do some waxing and I'm always manipulating the, the mama. So the pregnant woman, you know, obviously needs a little different care while being waxed versus now you're the waxer pregnant having to manipulate your body, let alone a woman that might come in and be pregnant. Um, how, did you, how did you balance all of that? I mean, does it just go back to the same thing you've, you know, you've said throughout the, as we've been chatting that you just figured it out or, you know, did it however it came to you? Yeah. I mean, everyone has to figure out what works best for them. But for me, um, for doing like brows up above, I would end up spreading my feet a little bit wider. So that would be lower without bending my back over more or maybe sitting down while tweezing brows or, you know, things like that. Um, but physically moving your stomach back a little bit further for when they're in, you know, like a butterfly position for doing Brazilians, you know, like if they're really fidgety or kind of a nervous person, sometimes they can, you know, close their legs or slightly move. And I definitely got need in the stomach and it freaked me out. So I was like, okay, I have to physically move back further, but it can hurt your back a little bit more because you're physically having to, you know, bend further or move things or so you have to make sure that, you know, you're doing stretches, doing your wrist and feet ABCs, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. Like I had major like sciatica nerve issues in the last half of pregnancy while working. Like that was, it was rough. So yeah. it's different, but I think just how they say um, that you should get waxed so you can experience how it is and how best to describe it and know what to do and how to handle it. I think it's very similar with like pregnancy. You know, it's like once you're a mom or once you're pregnant while working and stuff, you, you know how it is more and you know how you would want it. So you can adjust them to have a little better experience as well. You know, I always prop up pregnant, you know, waxers with a little pillow or if your bed can go up um, and then, you know, takes a little bit more time with them. They're a little more sensitive, especially if you're doing Brazilian, you know, a little more sensitive and kind of describing different things differently. Um, I'd say also like pregnant women are a little more prone to ingrowns because they cannot see down there as much. So you have to be on top of them with telling, you know, aftercare kind of stuff and knowing and showing what to use and how to do it and everything. Um, but everyone's different with that. So it's, you kind of just have to figure out your own thing, but I think it's a lot easier once you've been through it to be able to know what to do physically or tell them or anything like that. 
And I mean, that's kind of what spurred me to do. I do a little like, um, baby belly treatment where I do like really calming and hydrating kind of cleansers and everything, and then do the hydro jelly mass over everything. And it feels amazing for them. I wish I would have experienced it, but everyone loves that. So it's coming up with other things that would treat them or for them to kind of enjoy as well. You know, knowing that pregnant ladies cannot, or breastfeeding cannot use certain products. You have to pivot and adjust to those. So it's, it's an interesting kind of difference between, you know, you having gone through that compared to someone who has no clue. I see online people asking questions of like, my person's pregnant. How do you physically have them? How do you do that? What products can you use or not use? So it's, it's interesting when you've been through it, you're a lot more comfortable and you have a lot more knowledge that someone who isn't. And that's with pregnancy and motherhood too. You know, it's, you never ever know what you're getting into until you're experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And that kind until of changes come, too. Yeah. Until you come out on the other side and you realize, <laughs> or sometimes we don't even stop and realize it goes back to like what you said before. Like we have to stop and appreciate the things we've made it through. So motherhood is quite the journey, like you said, and I agree with you um, on that meaning being a mom and having it having a wax experience or being the waxer, you just kind of adjust and, you know, get them a little more acclimated and you're definitely more in tune to what needs to change. So I applaud you for that one too, because that I can't even imagine. I was not in the treatment room doing that when I was pregnant. So I love hearing your story and having you share. And and there's lots of women who are going to resonate with that because there's plenty of mamas out there. So if you're a waxer and you're pregnant, you probably need to get some information in detail here from Heather because you could definitely help a lot of people out. Well, on that note, I'm going to say thank you. I have enjoyed my time chatting with you. I am thankful you chose to spend a little bit of time and tell us all about your journey. So before I close out the show, will you please tell the listeners where they can find you and how they can connect with you? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. It's live love beauty SC for Santa Cruz. Um, and it's all everything on there. I do a uh, little coaching mentoring sessions for other estheticians, the vajayshal and now coming soon, the fanny facial trainings, hoping to do some online wax training in the future and all that as well. And then glitter wax creations is on Instagram or glitterwaxcreations.com. Um, So there's lots of different fun things that you can do if you're interested in anything with me or trying out the glitter. Yeah. And if you are a waxer, please be sure to look into her because she's got a lot of great information. You And she's got a really fun Instagram. She's on there all the time. So with that being said, I will say thank you and we'll connect again soon. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Well, that's the show for today. I thank you for tuning in. The interview with Heather just goes to show that As a mama, we can thrive in just about any situation. We are born multitaskers. Some of us are better at it than others. As a mama, we are far more capable than we ever give ourselves credit for. If you would do me a favor and hop over to Apple Podcasts, if you're not already there now, hit subscribe, and also click the five-star rating if you're loving the show, and I would love it if you take a minute, type me up a quick little review. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And as always, I wish you the best day.